bride didn't look, uh, just didn't look where she was going and walked straight through a puddle. Not a problem. I've got a little goodie bag with baby wet wipes, you know, little Mm -hmm. brushes and cleaning things and pins. And I've got a mirror in my little bag, you know. A little Mary Poppins. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Welcome to A Groom With A View the ultimate podcast for grooms who want to take charge of the wedding planning process but don't know where to start. I'm Richard, a wedding speech coach. And I'm David, a groom-to-be and co-owner of a wedding business that puts grooms first. Together, we're here to provide you with insider information, expert advice and special guests to help you navigate the journey to your dream wedding. So join us as we share stories, offer guidance and lift you up along the way. You're listening to a groom with a view. Hello and welcome back to another episode of A Groom with a View. Um here with Richard as normal. Richard, how you doing? I'm great, thank you, David. Really good. And really looking forward to um seeing who we've got on the podcast this week. Yeah, we've got um we've got a really good guest this week called Kate Peter. She's um the owner of Lucky Penny Weddings. So she's from the start of Anna and I setting up his day, which you heard about in the last episode. She's been a massive supporter of what we're trying to do in terms of getting grooms the information, resources, and give, putting on wedding fairs for the grooms. Um, so she is a perfect guest, really, to have to speak about what grooms should be doing and what grooms can do <clears throat> with the transportation within their wedding. Um, so I think it's going to be a super interesting one with a lot of really good insights. Yeah, definitely. I think it's for any grooms, especially, who are really into the cars and uh, some of the petrol heads out there really enjoy the different things that you can do and and really how transport is actually something that can really benefit not just you and and your other half, but also the guests as well. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's, um, it's one of those things that maybe is a nice to have but and sometimes it's a necessity and you can go one or two ways you can go super extravagant and get a lamborghini or you can go super classic and get something that kate offers for example so it's one of those things again you can just put your personality into um and this episode we'll find out everything what you need to know to be able to book it what you what you can do with it um and all the wonderful things in between as well Great. Well, pardon the puns, but should we drive into it then? Let's get stuck in, yep. (laughs) So, Kate, thanks so much for joining us. Um, First of all, tell us a little bit about your journey. What inspired you to provide wedding transport with a a VW? Um, And maybe a bit about the history about your transporter, because I know it's pretty interesting as well. Yeah, of course. Um... My journey to doing what I do is quite a bittersweet tale. Um, So I've spent my whole adult working life uh, working in the care sector. Um, It's all I've ever done. Um, So really kind of caring is at at the heart of me. Mm. About three years ago, uh, I think I just got completely exhausted with care work and it coincided with um, my uncle passing away. Um, and he left me a gift that changed my life. Um, he made me his sole beneficiary. Um, I inherited everything. It was like just the most magical thing, but like I say, bittersweet because I lost somebody I loved. Um, but he enabled me to change my life, um, with what he left me. So initially, um, 
I wasn't quite sure what to do with my inheritance. I, I kind of explored lots of different avenues. And, and in the end, I, I just couldn't decide. It felt like such a responsibility. Uh, so I thought, you know what, I'm going to buy myself a little camper van and I'm going to travel and spend my money and, and have a great life. So as I was beginning to uh, uh, research vehicles, um, these ex-wedding vehicles kept popping up. And I thought, do you know what, I think I can do this. Um, the inheritance was was money was really about giving me a different life, but also I needed the money to work for me. So this seemed like such a fantastic solution. So mm. I began to explore different vehicles, different wedding vehicles, um, and Penny popped up. Uh, she was the first bus that I went to see, and the minute I saw her, it was I completely fell in love, um, <laughs> and uh, I knew nothing about classic vehicles, nothing about the wedding industry, nothing about running a business. But I thought, do you know what? I can learn all of that. Um, mm. and, and here I am. <laughs> a year <laughs> on, I've owned the vehicle for coming up for two years and my business has been going a year and it's been, it has truly transformed my life. So that's how I, I landed up owning my vehicle and starting my business. Amazing. Yeah, that as you, as you said, that is bittersweet, but I think it's the, the the best thing about it is like your uncle's inheritance is continuing to uh, kind of make people happy to this day because you're still uh, you're a special part in the special day for many special people so it's kind of that lives on that legacy which is really sweet I think so it kind of gives your yeah. business even more gravitas than it already had so that's cool absolutely <laughs> no I I yeah. completely agree and and you know the the funny thing was uh it because it wasn't intentional you know i had no burning desire to own a classic vehicle or be involved in the wedding industry um i think what was quite surprising is that my uncle he'd been a, a mechanic um, an engineer all his working life and I, when i was a kid he used to come to a village i lived in uh, with camper vans and vw beetles and when i was clearing out his house i found loads of photographs of of work he'd done on vehicles that he'd helped restore so it feels you know inadvertently that I completed a circle he would be so proud of what I've done and the vehicle I own and the life I have and he just wish I wish I could bring him back you know just for an hour to show him what he's done for my life and you're right um the extension of that is is still continuing to to bring joy to other people's lives. Yeah, it feels for sure. like you've you've come full circle because obviously the transport is called Penny, and you you actually have branded that as Lucky Penny, haven't you, Lucky Penny? Yeah. When it, and <laughs> yeah. luck and fate, and it seems like it's almost karma that it's come to be. Did you did you name it Penny? Well, here, here's another really good story. I think there's some really lovely stories attached to how I've got to where I am. No, the the, the vehicle was initially called Tiffany. So she was already part of a wedding fleet. And the guy that I bought her from was retiring and bla- breaking the fleet up. And um, she was actually called Tiffany. And I just thought, oh, no, that's not, that doesn't feel right for not me. For <laughs> no, no, definitely not. And I, I needed to... I needed to make a bond with her, you know, she, I needed to make her mine. Mm. And I was really leaning towards call, calling her Florence. Um, and I met up with a good friend of mine and she's a um, criminal solicitor. So she's got this amazing brain. She's just incredible. And I was, I was telling her about it. 
and uh, and I said, you know, I was thinking about calling the bus Florence, and she just fixed me with this kind of solicitor's, you know, icy stare, and she went, oh no, 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 definitely not. And I could see her brain working. I could see all the cogs, and I'd I'd worked with her in court, so I knew kind of you know how she thought. And she looked at me and she went, no, Penny. She said, you call her Penny. And she said, think lucky Penny. Think, see a Penny, pick it up. All day long, you'll have good luck. And then she started to tell me about this wedding tradition called a wedding scramble. Have either of you heard of of this tradition? No, never. So a wedding scramble, it dates from the Victorian times. And the bride's father, as the vehicle was leaving to take the bride to church would throw pennies out of the window for the children to scramble and collect and I just thought this is perfect she's got to be called Penny um yeah and that that's how come she landed up being called Penny so it's another nice story isn't it yeah, that's it lovely. is. I think now with inflation, it'd probably be five pound mm. notes. So. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, just throw yeah, the debit sure. card out of the window. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a lovely story, and as well, looking at your website, it seems like you involve your kids and even your cats. So it does seem <laughs> very much a, a family affair, starting from your your uncle. Yeah. So that's really nice. So I'm really interested on kind of how it all works because I'll give you a bit of my perspective because I've I've been married well I am married I should rephrase that um and what was really nice was yeah what was really (laughs) nice was my bride actually turned up we got married in London and she turned up in a white black taxi yes yes that was really cool and that made some great pictures and it was just a little bit unique um and that's really nice so from Anybody interested in sort of engaging in having some kind of transport like this? What's it normally involve the day? Um, so what I do, I mean, I, I have good contact with the couple um, from, you know, the initial inquiry all the way through to the actual day. I'll always arrive at least half an hour, 45 minutes before um, the pickup time um, because it gives, I think it just keeps everybody calm. Uh, I'll load everybody in, make sure everybody's comfortable. There's always a goodie basket in. Everybody's always thirsty. They need a drink. There's, I get, you know, I I help them connect to the Bluetooth speaker if they need some music, Um, all sorts of things. Um, And then off we go. Then off we go to the um, registry office, the church. Um, I will generally, I will always stay till after they're married. Um, And then if it's on to the reception, um, I always stay with them. I always say to my couples, I don't put time booking um, on my bookings. Lots of transport companies do. I don't do that just because I think that's not really how weddings roll. Stay with you as long as you want me to, to ensure that we get all the photographs you want because she is a gift for photographers. I think that's, I think that's a brilliant tip for people when they're looking for transport are you going to get those little touches or little intangibles as well so you can kind of feel relaxed feel absolutely i think you know it's really important that you you develop a relationship with with your you know the people you know with your couples and i think one of the most important things that somebody said to me when i started my business was remember they're buying you and that really resonated i thought yeah that's really true it it's really important that 
they feel calm with me and confident with me. Yeah. Making sure that the day reflects a bit of you is super important. And I think this is one of those ways that you can do that as a groom. You can go and select a piece of transport that shows off your personality on the day as well. In fact, one of the most memorable weddings I, I, I had last year, and I dealt with the groom the entire time. Uh, all of the communication was with the groom. And honestly, it was one of the best and funniest weddings. They had um, they had a themed wedding. They were both into heavy metal um, and they, they wanted a fancy dress wedding where everybody yeah. kind of came in goth gear and, and black and vampires and things. And, and my groom came dressed as a Viking. Um, <laughs> and he was, oh, my goodness. I mean, the, and the, they were just the most gorgeous couple, but they really didn't have a lot of money. It was very much a wedding on a on a shoestring. So I, I worked within their budget and I looked at what they wanted and I made little extra things. Just I put extra things in the bus, like little cobwebs and bats and pumpkins in the garlands and, you know, the ribbons I had little spiders on. Now, that they didn't. That didn't cost me anything extra, but it made all the difference to their pictures and it reflected their personality. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I love that idea of, of making it bespoke because mm. I think as any wedding supplier, that's what you need to be doing. You need yeah. to be treating them as a person because they will want that kind of service because it's their wedding. And I like the idea of photographs and and being able to advise on those photos because yeah. there must be some cracking ones. And on your website, I've seen ones. But for any transport, for people hiring a service like yours, it's these days it's quite a visual aid, isn't it, a wedding? Yeah. Because there's so much out there with Instagram and TikTok and various different mediums. I, I did actually have a question linked to that. How do you deal, especially as a bride, how do you deal with mud? <laughs> Yeah, so um, my second wedding last year, um, the bride didn't look, uh, just didn't look where she was going and walked straight through a puddle. Not a problem. I've got a little goodie bag with baby wet wipes, you know, little mm -hmm. brushes and cleaning things and pins. And I've got a mirror in my little bag, you know. A little Mary Poppins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so as as you know, I'm getting married this year. So just a quick bit of admin, really, for other grooms as well who are getting married. Mm. When should we think about booking transport like yourself? Like what in what at what time during the wedding planning process? Very very early, or can it be done a month before? Wow, now that's a very interesting question because I've discovered that with transport. The majority of my bookings tend to be last minute, but I would really urge you to try and book it up once you know your date and once you know you need transport, get it booked in because, uh, you know, a last minute thing and you can't have what you want. Yeah. Yeah, as you say, it is one of the the nice to haves, but it de again, it depends on your personality, it depends on your wedding, because it could be one of the most integral parts. So I guess those kind of people come right at the start and book you. But I think yeah, sound advice to if you know what you want, go and get it and get it booked in. Yeah, and I think um, it's also surprising earlier what you mentioned about you deal mostly with brides, and I, I guess that kind of makes sense because they're arriving in the venue in in the transport. 
But it's quite interesting because stereotypically, that transport is quite a male-centric area as well. And yeah. a lot of guys love the cars. So do you find more and more grooms are getting involved in the aspects with you? Yeah, it, you know, it's really interesting. Um, but if I do engage with a, with a groom, then it's for them the appeal of the vehicle is very kind of on the surfer side you know the kind of hippie vibe they love that feel to it i think also one thing you could try and target is these grooms who are trying to surprise their brides so like they could be saying oh no it's not in the budget we can't get kate and, and penny <laughs> yeah. along no way and then on the wedding morning the van that your van you and your van just turn up that'd be that'd be quite a nice angle to to go for as well because as a groom you might think oh i love a sports car or or something that maybe is more macho as you said kate yeah but you've also got to think of the bride as well arriving in that or the yeah. bride pictures so it's good to get that balance as well and um really it's nice to have a surprise but maybe have that sort of discussion as a couple yeah. what would look great in photos what would make you feel good arriving you know so a lot of things to think about anything goes which opens up um such a scope for different vehicles different everything but definitely different vehicles i mean i've i've hooked up with some people with some amazing vehicles and i've had requests you know couples have said to me what else have you got what else can you get hold of mm. um and the car that I've been asked for more than any other car is a DeLorean. Wow. <laughs> is that proper Back to the Future vibe Absolutely. that people want to recreate? So, yeah, you want a DeLorean? I can get you a DeLorean. <laughs> cool. But you said there anything anything goes now with weddings. Do you have any kind of like eventful stories that you've got from any weddings at all? Uh, the best one uh, last year was... Oh, this was just magical. So I met this couple at a wedding fair. Uh, they've been together oh, quite a long time. They've got th three children um, and they decided, you know, now, now was the time to get married. And they hadn't even considered, and funny, this is something you, you mentioned, Richard, you know, they hadn't even considered transport, wasn't even on their radar until they saw the bus and they went, oh, we've, we've just got to have it. But we don't know, we don't know how we want the bus, but we want the bus. The whole wedding was seven people. It was the couple, their three children and two witnesses. I collected them from their house, took them to the registry office, and then we drove to uh, Woburn and they had their wedding reception at Woburn and I drove that bus round Woburn Safari Park for the day. Amazing. <laughs> it was absolutely the best day magical so fun did uh, you go through the monkey enclosure because if you did that's brave we did not <laughs> oh, good. we did not it was just the most magical magical day wonderful so yeah that that's a wedding that i'll i'll never forget and that sounds really <laughs> magical having that kind of safari experience as you probably all know now we go out on our socials and ask does anyone have a question for our guest and we've got a couple that come in here, a groom. I'm getting married and having the reception at one venue. Can I still have some cool transportation at the venue as I love cars? Yes, 100%. 100%. I always, um, when I meet couples, you know, however it is, whether it's at wedding fairs or, or on my website, however I get the inquiry, if they say to me, look, we 
we don't actually need transport or, you know, they're not sure where they're at. Um, because to me, it's about giving people what they want and about adding to their day. I think it's also impressive when the guests turn up, isn't it? Like you've got something outside yeah. to, to see first when you turn up and it's like, oh, wow, that's a wow a wow moment let's yeah, carry on with the day you're kind of absolutely so right cool and i think this next question is probably on the other end of the scales of that from from this room so uh, they've said the registry office and venue are an hour away from each other is there a max limit that you'll travel um i tend to do it in miles um you can't really do it in time um because obviously the vehicles through centre of London or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hours anyway, wouldn't it? exactly. So I say that I I operate within a thirty mile radius of of where I'm based in Hitchin. Um, so if you're falling within that radius, um, yeah, that's absolutely fine. Um, as long as you're happy to be in the bus for an hour's ride. By the sounds of it, though, Kate, you've got the tunes on, you've got, like, crisps in the back. Yeah, you've got exactly. Water in the back. You've got everything for a long journey anyway, so uh, well, you know, <laughs> we'll be just asking, go around the block. That's on, very so. true, and I, I do say to the couples, you know, when I'm talking to them, try and find some time in your day to take out where you're you're just together. Always say to each other, you know, the minute I settled them in, the door's closed and you know, we're on our way. They forget I'm there. I think they genuinely forget. And they will nearly always say to each other, how much did you sleep last night? Did you sleep? I didn't sleep. <laughs> I, I hear that conversation between the bride and the groom every single time. Cool. So yeah, I think on, on that vein as well, um, so like common things that you hear, or do you have like t- uh, three really general pieces of ed- wedding advice for the groom at all? Yeah, I do. Um, I would say that it's your day too. So I think as suppliers, we're used to dealing with the bride. However, a groom brings a different dynamic and viewpoint. So I think as suppliers, we really want to hear what the groom really wants. As suppliers, I think we get really excited to think differently. To, to have a different viewpoint. Um, so we really want to hear what the grooms want because it is your day too. Um, so that would be my first point. I think another thing would be, and it, and it really, when I came to your wedding fair, um, David, I was blown away by seeing all these different groups of of guys. It was so exciting. So I would say, get the other men in your life involved, whether it's your dad, your brother, your cousin, your best man, you know, whoever they are, bring them with you. And not just to buy the suits and arrange the stag do, really talk about how you want your wedding day to look and get get the other men in your life involved. Um, And I can guarantee you that They'll want to be involved as well, that they'll they'll be excited by it. Um, I think that's really important. And lastly, 
enjoy the process brilliant piece of advice i think especially number two where getting the guys in your life or girls whatever getting your friends involved or getting your family involved with you so they can see that you're actively involved as well yeah so I, I've, I've i've tried to do that with with the family with with my friends obviously at the with the wedding fairs they were free labor my friends so that was great so they saw everything that was going on and they kind of understood um a lot more about the wedding process as well as a result which was brilliant I bet people call you Penny as well sometimes. Oh, all the time. <laughs> all the time, yeah. So sometimes I go with it and I go, yeah, yeah. And, and other times I go, well, actually, you know, the boss is called Penny and I'm Kate. But yeah, I do get that quite a lot. <laughs> so thank you so much for that, Kate. It's been really informative. Where can our listeners find you, Penny, and your uh, vintage wedding cars? Oh, right. Okay, so um, Instagram is a good place to find me. So lucky.penny.weddings. Um, you can also find me on Facebook and obviously my website. Cool. Yeah, thanks so much again, Kate. Um, I think um, it's been a fantastic episode, really, to hear about your story, how you got into it, how you got Penny. Um, was really nice. And, and to learn more about transport, which um, is often a very big part of, of grooms and brides days so i think it's been been a fantastic episode so thanks a lot for that oh no thank you it's it's been it's been a real um honor to be asked and and honestly i i think what i do is a privilege i'm very privileged and honored to have the vehicle that i have so if i can i can share that with as many people as i can um and to be involved with what you're doing is is also absolutely fantastic i'm yeah, no, thank you so much. I've really, really enjoyed it. And that was Kate talking about her vintage transporter, Penny, and what you can really do with uh, wedding transport. And once again, just some unique ideas there that maybe people hadn't thought about and how you can really use that transport to enhance your wedding and I know some people will be thinking, well, it's a nice to have, but hopefully after that episode, it's a unique thing that they think, oh, we should make budget for this too. Yeah, I completely agree. And I'm kind of proud of us because we didn't do too many um, car puns apart from your one at the very start. So we accelerated straight through that. Didn't even hey. put the brakes on once for any of that. So I'm, I'm pretty proud of us for, for the whole thing. Yeah, exhausting. and I really exhausting, definitely. I'm trying <laughs> to think of more more just to trump you but i'm sure we'll people have stopped listening now yeah. um and i really liked some of the stories and, and that unique story about the safari park as well and and just really that will be a day if if kate can remember it then it's going to be one of the best days of their lives for that happy couple and some of the ideas you can do with cars and transport in general and it doesn't have to be obviously a, a camper van or a, or a transporter it can be any car really that means something and i'm sure there'll be family members with classic cars and maybe you could enhance that and use that for part of the transport as well so i think it definitely for photographs especially really adds to the day yeah and and one of the biggest takeaways for me and you'll you'll relate to this i think as a wedding supplier yourself richard is 
Kate loves what she does and she loves to be a part of people's days and she loves to build that connection and that relationship with the couple. And so I think as a big takeaway as, as a groom to be, it's, it's to build that relationship with your suppliers because they love doing their jobs or else they wouldn't be doing it. Um, so it's kind of like to build that relationship to get the most out of what you can, what that person's offering you because they love it and you're going to love it even more so if they're having a good time as well so I think that was one of the biggest takeaways for me absolutely okay well should we drive off into the sunset awesome cool alright Richard until the next one speak to you soon see you later